the Fade the Noise podcast with Brad Evans and Nate Lundy. Place your bets. This is the Fade the Noise podcast presented by DraftKings Sportsbook. And I'm a solo act today. Lundy's up in the mountains uh, searching for yetis here in the great Centennial State of Colorado. So you got me and me alone, but we wouldn't want you faithful listeners to not have your gambling addiction fed because I've got a little action tonight and Ravens and Browns and uh, some college basketball sprinkled in there as well. And definitely want to give you the insight of what my line of thinking is and you will ultimately decide whether or not you want to fade or follow. Now, tonight's action. We got Ravens, we got the Cleveland Browns, and a DraftKings Sportsbook right now. Cleveland is catching three and a half with a 45.5 projected game total. Uh, right now, I'm, I'm leaning toward the under in this one. I think it's going to be a Rock'em, Sock'em, Robots kind of contest. One we have grown to accustom to seeing between these pair of franchises over the years. Of course, the Browns actually relevant, which is a bit shocking. But uh, it is 2020, we're all living in the upside down. And the Ravens, yes, they are America's team because they're in prime time every stinking week, it seems like. Move over, Dallas. But I do like the Cleveland Browns because old Captain Hook, I believe, is going to come into play in this one on that three and a half. So give me the Browns plus the three and a half, and I'm going to go barely under. Now, the public uh, right now siding with the over at a 53% clip, according to Sports Insights. The public also siding with the Browns at the exact exact identical 53% clip in terms of the overall spread. But uh, I got this one fearlessly forecasted. Give me Cleveland in the upset here. I'm going to say 20-17 to 17 Browns in what should be a fairly low-scoring affair as the Ravens' defensive line is getting a little bit healthier And, of course, we know that Cleveland has been very difficult to run on for much of the season. Not so much in terms of the pass game as Denzel Ward uh, will not be in action tonight due to a calf injury. Look, if you want to get in on the spread, if you want to get in on the total, you do so right now at DraftKings Sportsbook. And, look, it feels just like yesterday that the L.A. Lakers lifted basketball's most coveted prize. Since then, we have introduced a new class of pro basketball players through the draft and seen a few marquee names Switch teams. Luckily for us sports fans, DraftKings Sportsbook, America's top-rated sportsbook app, is here to kick off the 2021 basketball season with a no-brainer for all customers, new and existing. And if you haven't tried DK Sportsbook yet, head to the App Store now because you don't want to miss this. To celebrate the return of basketball, DraftKings Sportsbook is giving you a a plus 75-point spread on the team of your choice on opening night. Wow, that is a no-brainer. That's right. All you got to do is bet on any opening night game. And if your team doesn't lose by more than 75 points, you will double your money. This Saturday, there will be an endless amount of action to get in on. So don't wait. Head to the app now. Here's what you got to do. Download the top-rated DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use that promo code FTN when you sign up to get a plus 75-point spread on opening night for a shot to double your money. That's code FTN to get a shot at doubling your money on opening night for a limited time only at DraftKings Sportsbook. Must be 21 or older, Colorado, New Jersey, Indiana, or Pennsylvania residents only. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash sportsbook for more details. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or in Indiana, 1-800-9-WITH-IT. With that, on this solo flight, let's get to Monday's 
fade five. Number five. All right, let's start things off here in the NFL. And it's, of course, as I mentioned at the top, Browns and Ravens under the prime timelines. And uh, we love the player props here. Had a pretty good weekend with the exception of stupid Jonathan Taylor. Oh, had two catches, the first one for 20 yards, and then he had a minus five-yard catch, and we missed it on the receiving yards prop. He hit everything else, scored a touchdown, smashed the over on fantasy points, smashed the over in rush yards. But no, because of your old Captain Hook digging into our synapses, I'm never going to forget Jonathan Taylor missing out on uh, that prop. And that was early, too. Oh, God, just sticks in my crawl. But win some, lose most. Hopefully, this is going to be a winner here. Jarvis Landry, four and a half receptions against the Baltimore Ravens at uh, minus 125. I am on the over here as Landry went over this total way back in week one on six targets. He had five catches for 61 yards against the Ravens in that inaugural matchup. Now, you look at the Ravens this season. Where have they been most exploitable? It's out of the slot as Baltimore has allowed the seventh most slot yards at 71.3 and the third most slot receptions at 6.4 in the NFL. Well, Jarvis Landry lines up primarily in the slot. Yeah, he'll get a little action outside, uh, but that is his primary modus operandi, a player that's seen 24.8% of the team's target share, number seven in yards per route, one number eight in contested catch rate. He is Mr. Reliable in this receiving core for Baker Mayfield and company. And he's seen a whopping 21 targets over the last couple of weeks. And he's gotten over this total five times this season. So give me Jarvis Landry on the over four and a half receptions. Though the juice again, a little hefty there at minus 125. Number four. All right, coming up next, what about Lamar Jackson? And we don't care about the passing yards. Uh, His total's in the low 200s. In that category, I'm going to veer away from that because you can't throw on Cleveland. Uh, but well, let's zero in on the rush yards. And it's 54 and a half, which is kind of the customary line for him. One that he has gone over in five of his last six games. But I am taking the under here. Uh, first week matchup against this Cleveland Browns front. He went for 45 rush yards. Uh, a number of guys, you know, have been successful on the ground. Against this unit this year, you know, Deshaun Watson went for 36. Derek Carr, of all people, revving the engine, peeling out for 41 yards on the ground. But other guys like Dak Prescott, when he was healthy earlier this season, only 12 rushing yards. Ryan Tannehill is a very opportunistic running quarterback. I uh, had a bagel in the rush yards category. Jackson leads all NFL quarterbacks in rush yards per game. Yeah, he more so than Kyler Murray at 60.8. He's also averaging 10.5 attempts per game. Like I said, he's been rolling here. These last several weeks, but I think it's going to be close. I'm going to say he's right exactly 5-0 on the nose in the end. So give me the under at minus 112 and Lamar Jackson, 54 and a half rush yards. And bonus time. Let's talk about a player that could score an anytime touchdown in this game. I think it's going to be Mark Andrews. Uh, you know where Cleveland is susceptible. They are very vulnerable to the tight end position this season. They rank inside the top five most fantasy points allowed to that position. Mark Andrews had a pair of touchdowns back in week one and off the COVID list. Uh, I know he was dealing in because he had other health complications, but he should be good to go at plus 140. And right now at DraftKings Sportsweek, you can still get that 20% profit boost on any wager tied to this week's NFL action. And obviously this is the last game of the board. 
So you can, you know, add on to that. I got it at plus 168 with that 20% profit boost. So Mark Andrews, anytime TD plus 140, he'll do damage through the air. Lamar Jackson, not so much action on the ground. Number three. All right, it's time for a monkeyknifefight.com monkey knife fight player prop of the day, of course, presented by monkeyknifefight.com. Go there right now and sign up using promo code FTN. Again, promo code FTN. And as a new user, you get a free $5 game on the house. It's a really simple game to play. It's more or less, it's over or under on all of your favorite player props. You got to parlay them together, starting with packs of two all the way up to six. The more you score, the more cash you stuff into your empty pockets here this holiday season. How, how, how. Be a bad Santa in a great way. At monkeyknifefight.com. Nick Chubb, rub-a-dub-dub. Are we going to get bottle service in that Chubb club? I say yes. I'm going to take the over on 81 and a half rush yards. Now, just for comparison's sake, DraftKings Sportsbook has it at 78 and a half. So it's a little bit higher at MKF, but I still like the over here. You know, Chubb has done this in five of his last seven games. In fact, he's crossed the 100-yard mark in five of his last seven contests. He's number one. And Yak per attempt at 4.17 this season. And you look at the Baltimore Ravens. Yeah, you get Brandon Williams back, uh, who is a, whoa, whoa, here he comes. Watch out. Watch out, boy. He'll chew you up. He's a man-eater in the trenches. I uh, got Calais Campbell also in action. Uh, but Baltimore, even with those guys in the field for a large chunk of the season, they've got a 4.30 yards per carry, but just 89.7 rush yards per game the running back position. Miles Sanders went over this total. Damian Harris went over it. And, of course, the football Frankenstein. Uh, King Henry, my God, what a weekend did he have. 215 yards and a couple of TDs against the Jacksonville Jaguars. Declawed those poor cats. Uh, they are rugs now on a cabin floor somewhere after what Henry did to them on national TV. But I think Nick Chubb is going to pound his way to at least 85 yards in this one. I know he went just 10 carries for 60 in the opener. He got a little bit more Kareem Hunt in that game. I don't think you're going to see that tonight. I think it's definitely going to be the Chubb show, who's just been so incredible, so dynamite after initial contact. Again, leading the league in yak per attempt. Get down with some Nick Chubb tonight. Number two. All right, I would be remiss if I didn't talk a little college basketball, because I love it, with the exception of my University of Illinois finding Illini, laying an ostrich-sized egg over the weekend against uh, the University of Missouri. Hat tip to Mizzou. Great uh, defensive game plan. They got some bodies. Uh, the team's going to be ranked inside the top 20. Uh, when the AP poll comes out today, Illinois slipping right now. And, you know, they're going to have to slide right into the Big Ten season on Tuesday night against Minnesota. And you know we're going to have a selection on that game here on the Faith and Noise podcast. But let's focus on tonight's action. And for those that may be unfamiliar, DraftKings Sportsbook offers a, a lot of fun alternative line parlays. I know what you're saying. Oh, Brad, that's a minus EV move. Uh, it's really stupid uh, to, you know, pay the extra juice just for that uh, safety and security on the line. If, if the market says it's a good line, well, you should just bet the standard market. Like, I understand all that. But my belief is there's still extraordinary values when you can parlay these things together. It usually impacts a two to three. And it's a strategy that uh, has been a plus EV move for me so far earlier on the season until I understand 
the tendencies, until I understand the idiosyncrasies of all of these basketball teams, because I'm in full scout mode right now, trying to feel all these squads out as we navigate in these unprecedented COVID times with games getting canceled, new games falling out of the schedule, other games being postponed or rescheduled. It's just, you know, so much upheaval. We, you know, it, it's got to be hard to be a player. It's got to be hard to be a coach because you can't establish consistency. But anyway, I digress. Alternative line parlay here. This one plays plus 116, and it's a two-pack. I'm taking Marquette plus 11 against Creighton, and I'm taking Rutgers at plus six and a half in their Big Ten opener against the Maryland Terrapins. Here's why I like Marquette. A uh, couple of reasons. Number one, they have a glass advantage against the Creighton Blue Jays. 42 is their ranking right now in offensive rebounding percentage. Creighton, meanwhile, number 115 in, in defensive rebounding percentage. So the Golden Eagles likely to generate a lot of those second chance opportunities. Point number two, perimeter D. You look at Creighton, they can really fill it up from outside. They shoot 36% as a team from distance. Well, Marquette, and, and they have faced a kind of a murderer's row here schedule-wise. You know, they got beat by UCLA over the weekend, lost by nine on the road there. Uh, but they really shackled the arc, giving up just 26.5% this year. That's an advantage there. They could potentially neutralize this hot shooting, typically Creighton Blue Jays team. And number three, free throws. Marquette shoots 72.5% for the charity stripe and almost 25%, almost a quarter of their points come on the freebies. So I, I think, you know, pounding them inside is going to be advantageous. Drawing contact, drawing whistles will obviously be advantageous because they convert at the line. And because they convert the line, because they play great defense and it can really extend that D to the perimeter and limit the strings, or at least keep a tamp down of the Blue Jays. I think Marquette's going to score the cover there at plus 11. What about Rutgers? Well, I think Rutgers at plus six and a half. Great line there again on the alt line. Essentially a tease, but not a full tease necessarily to like a six-point blanket or anything like that. You know, the line is at two and a half right now. I'm teasing it essentially by four points. But you look at Rutgers, they are very D-oriented in a half-court setting. And that's the kind of pace that Maryland likes. They play a little bit slower brand of basketball. And if, if Maryland, you know, gets set in the half court and Rutgers sets its D in the half court, it's going to be problematic for the Terps because of the size of Rutgers. Miles Johnson, Cliff, Omar Yuri, both at six foot 11. Omar Yuri, one of the better shot blockers, in not only the Big Ten, but also in the country. So it's going to be difficult to score there. And, and Maryland makes most of its hay inside the arc. Shooting over 60% as a team. By the way, Rutgers also shooting over 60% from two so far this season. And they generate a second chance to the Scarlet Knights on 35.3% of their possessions. And again, Maryland subpar in terms of rebounding. So I think there is a distinct D advantage there. I think there's a distinct rebounding advantage there for Rutgers. And Maryland may get the win, but I think Rutgers is going to score the cover here on this alternate line at six and a half. So again, Marquette plus 11, Rutgers plus six and a half. Parlay these two together at DraftKings Sportsbook. It's plus 116. So there you go. Number one. All right, last and certainly not least, uh, let's go ahead and get to Pepperdine and UNLV. Uh, I'm going to take uh, the wave here and Pepperdine at minus two and a half with a minus 109 juice. Uh, UNLV stinks. They're wretched. They're rancid. They're terrible. P.U. The running Rebs, oh boy, they're long, long gone from their glory days. 
You know, the 185 plus in nine defensive categories this season. Number 204 right now in two-point percentage D. This Pepperdine team, if you've not seen them play, they can stroke it, baby. I'll be stroking. Stroke it to the left, and I stroke it to the right. Uh, I I love the Pepperdine in terms of their ability to fill out the cup. 1.05 points per possession. They have scored this season 56.5% inside the arc. Share the sugar well, number 39 in the country, and assist the field goals made. And they really make you pay at the free throw line as a team shooting 85.7%. UNLV's strength is the long ball. 35.7% from beyond the arc. But Pepperdine's strength is defending that long ball, giving up just 25.6%. Give me Pepperdine. Minus the two and a half. Now, luckily, I got the waves at minus two, but I, I think they can win this by five points going away. Again, because they hit their free throws. <clears throat> Illinois. Might want to learn something from Pepperdine. There you go. And that is a wrap on today's solo edition of the Fade That Always podcast. Lundy will be back uh, with me tomorrow here on the program. Uh, enjoy the tequila, amigo. Please follow Lundy on Twitter at Nate Lundy. Follow me at Noisy Chavos. And drop us a rating and a review if you enjoy this program. If you made a little money, yeah, just, just give us a, a, a scintillating, a sensationalized review. It really does help us out. Or at least smash five stars. Whatever you can do to keep this show afloat, we would greatly appreciate it. And as always, go to FTN Fantasy, FTN Daily, FTNBets.com for all of your sports betting and fantasy sports content needs. Use that promo code Evans, E-V-A-N-S, to score 10% off your subscription today. And as always, until next time, fade or follow. That is up to you. Feed the noise.